0: Hello and welcome to The Limit Breaker Show with Funaya Bennett, where it's all about getting the maximum dose of courage, grit, guts, and the right strategies to start a business that will enable you to escape the rat race. And so, Ladies and gentlemen, Funaya Bennett. Alright, alright everybody, welcome to yet another episode of The Limit Breaker Show. you know someone was asked me that why am I always so excited at the beginning of (laughs) of the show and I think it's quite obvious I'm I'm happy to talk about the things I'm talking about and um, I'm happy that you're there listening to me and I'm just glad to be doing what I'm doing you know even though it could be difficult sometimes yeah make no mistakes about that but um, most importantly I'm happy that I have you listening to me. You are a rock star. All right. So today is a great day to be alive. Yes. <laughs> and um, this, is, this is just me. I don't have a guest today. Yeah. And um, last Friday, I told you that I was going to be talking about freelancing today. So I'm officially launching a topic I'm calling Freelance Mastery today so um for this 26th episode it's freelance mastery the what the how and the why and i believe you're gonna love it you're gonna love it you are going to love it okay you know last year when i started the limit breaker show my very first episode you can still find it tlb I set a goal that by July of 2017, 2017, which is this year, that I was going to quit my job. Yeah, um, just in case you didn't know before, I'm a full-time employee working right here in Nigeria, and at the same time, doing all those things I'm doing, okay? So, I I would rather be doing these things I'm doing, because I think I prefer it, not I think, I actually do love it more than my regular day job, but for now, it's my job that funds my lifestyle, you know, but I'm trying to grow my business up to the point where my business actually funds my lifestyle, and i um, until I get to that point where the income from my business surpasses the income from my job, then I'll make the leap. It might be in July. It might be before then. and I don't know. Who knows? You know, I when I first made the goal, then I was like, hmm, what if I'm unable to actually meet that goal all will happen well this is exactly what's gonna happen i'm gonna edit it and move it forward yeah i think in that particular episode i also said that, that if i'm unable to i'll move it forward but um it's beginning to look most likely like um i can that's a lot of likely like like in the particular sentence all right all right let me get serious now so um towards the end of last year that i think july august september it was beginning to look like um I wasn't really getting any traction I wasn't moving forward I in fact I was I was very very confused honestly but I I knew I wanted to do work and I wanted to do work that matters so I started reaching out to some people you know just letting people know that I can do certain things and some of them reached back I did what I could for them even though I I didn't really charge them and um Somehow also, I found myself doing things for people that paid me to do those stuff. And that's when it dawned on me that I have been initiated into the world of freelancing. And at that time, I wasn't very clear about what I was doing, but now I'm very clear and um, very strategic about it. And I'm even going to be more strategic moving forward. All right. So just in case you're wondering, um, what I'm going to be doing and how you may also do this. That's why I decided start teaching in this area of freelancing. And, um, you know, freelancing is a very deep and a very wide subject matter. And, um, I haven't mastered it yet. No, I'm not going to tell you that I've mastered it. That would be a big lie, but <laughs> I, I think I have, I've got some experience with it that I'd like to share and I have a structure. I'm so structuring my processes and I'd like to start sharing that structure with you moving forward. I believe you, you're going to love it. Okay. Um, so we're going to take a very short break, and when, when we return, we're going to start talking about what freelancing really is. All right, so I'll see you soon. Okay. <laughs> All right, welcome back. So, freelancing the what. Okay. Any person working on their own can be considered self-employed or a freelancer. Like if you work from home, if you do things on your own terms, you can be considered a freelancer. And the dictionary actually defines a freelancer as the person whose activity lies in the execution of works in their own area. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Thank you, dictionary. But let me give you my own definition of what freelancing really is. Freelancing is the art of selling your skills as a service online or offline, okay? So a freelancer is a person who has mastered or is in the process of mastering, like me, the art of selling his or her skills as a service online and offline. A freelancer is an independent contractor, So, I am an independent contractor, okay? So, um, if you decide to become a freelancer, just know that you are deciding to become an independent contractor. So, that's what freelancing is all about. You work on your terms. It's your work, your rules. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, the next logical question now will be, how can I become a freelancer? How do you actually start? And... This is where I'm going to spend some time because it's. um, I believe in preparation a lot. I believe in planning because if you plan well, you do well. It's as simple as that. So I have broken it down into three phases. The first phase is to prepare. If you've made up your mind that you want to become a freelancer, you need to prepare. And then after preparation, successful preparation, you would launch. Then after launching your practice as a freelancer, the next thing will be to sustain. So even if I don't go very deep in this particular episode, but over the coming weeks and probably months, we'll we'll dive deep, 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 deep into each and every one of them. But today, I'm going to give you um, something to run with, something to take action on. So let's go to the very first one, prepare. You're going to prepare mentally because the truth is freelancing is hard. Your success and failure as a freelancer is all in your mind. You decide. Okay, so um, to prepare mentally, there are three things that you would need to focus on. Number one, you need to be aware that being a freelancer is a business. You're a business owner. So you are an entrepreneur. You're an independent contractor. And this is not a get-rich-quick scheme. So you need to approach it with that mindset that, okay, I'm starting a business. I'm not just um, doing some charge and bail stuff. No, you're starting a business. That thought alone helps you to be very strategic with the kind of decisions that you would make as a freelancer. So the second thing that you would need to focus on as you're preparing mentally is that you need to make up your mind about your goals. You need to define and set your goals. A lot of people have different reasons why they chose to become freelancers. I have my reasons and I have set my goals based on my reasons. So your goals could be financial It could be money goals. It could be um, your career, like maybe this is just something you love to do and you'd like to spend more time doing it. And it could also be a freedom goal, like being a freelancer could afford you to spend more time with your family, you know, you could actually work from home. So either of these could be the goals that you have. And you would need to write this down and be very clear about it so that when the bad days come, because they surely will come, <laughs> you'll have something to keep you going, something you're looking forward to. And then the third thing you need to focus on to prepare mentally would be, um, it's all actually a decision to you. you. just need to be committed. You know, you've made up your mind, is this what you really want to do? If it is what you really want to do, then you need to commit 100% to it. Have the mindset that you're not going to disappoint your clients. You're, you're going to do your best to be the best person that your client ever worked with. That's it for the mental preparation. So the other thing that you need to prepare for is... What I've called your skills preparation. Okay, here's what I mean. You know, freelancing is about skills. A successful freelancer is someone who has mad skills. Okay, so you need to identify and catalog your skills, your talents, and areas of interest. Okay, so here's how it goes even if you're not um, exceptionally skillful at a particular thing. You, you, it's something you could keep learning. Like when I first started, there were certain things I didn't really know how to do. But over time, <laughs> I have become good, really good at them. And I'm still improving. See, so that's one of the beauty of freelancing. It affords you the opportunity to, to learn a lot of things. You know, like they say, variety is the spice of life, right? So <laughs> I enjoy learning about a lot of different things as the regard to the work that I have at hand you understand so to identify what your skills are you need to write down what you already know that you're good at and then you reach out to people and ask them what do you think i'm good at okay because moving forward i mean as we keep talking about all this you'll get to learn how to um hone in on a particular skill that is syllable and know which one to pivot with which one to start with all right so that's it about skills preparation okay so um The next area of preparation will be to identify your target market. Yeah, you need to find your niche. One thing I've come to discover about business, any kind of business at all, online, offline, wherever, in Mars or in Jupiter, (laughs) you would need to identify your target market. If you want to be successful, you need to identify your target market. You need to niche down. You need to know who they are. You need to know their age. You need to know their location. And you need to know what they do, what they're interested in. Do they have kids? That kind of thing. Some people call it audience profiling. And some people call it defining your customer avatar. It, it got, it's got a lot, a lot of names, but it's something you need to do. Because you cannot be a generalist. You cannot be all things to all people. It's a recipe for disaster. Trust me. After you have prepared mentally, you have um, identified which skill you want to move forward with. You have identified the target market that you want to work with. Are you going to work with entrepreneurs? Are you going to work with um, agencies? Are you going to work with, um, you know, whatever? Then it's time to prepare your profile and your pitch, okay? Your profile is just, it's kind of like a business card online, okay? So you you write uh, write out what you're good at, your proficiencies, your skills and all that. And then you prepare your pitch. You're going to write it down, but it's something you memorize and internalize so that whenever there's an opportunity for you to talk about what you do, you already have something to talk about because you have prepared. So that's not when you start saying, you know, I do, you know, no, 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 no. You're going to be very professional about it. Like my name is this, is this, and I help this, is this. this. We're going to go into all of that later on. All right. Now that you're done with your preparation, the next thing is to launch your freelance practice. It's to launch a business, okay? And this is the exciting part. This is where a lot of people run away. <laughs> this is where, this, in fact, this is where a lot of people stop because there's this thing called resistance. Stephen Pressfield made it very, um, very popular. It is real. Resistance is real. It takes a whole lot of focus, determination, and discipline to move from point a to point b so point a here now is preparation So point and point b is the launching phase so now it's time for you to launch your freelance practice and i know you're smart you're not the type that will stop at the interesting part okay so You're going to do something I've called a soft launch, which is to get your very first client. During the soft launch, actually, all you just need to do is to get one client, at least one client, someone who is willing to pay you for your service. Okay, the reason for that is we're trying to validate that that particular idea or that particular skill that you've decided to move forward with can actually work, that it's actually a sellable skill. Once you get someone who's going to pay you for that particular service, then you can now move forward into getting more and more clients. You know, then you master the art of pitching and finding the right projects. That's the fun part. And after launching your practice, Now is to sustain. How do you remain relevant in the marketplace? How do you keep getting an influx of steady clients? The first thing to do to sustain your business would be to continue marketing your business. You know, some people think that um, as long as they're good at what they do, that people will naturally find them. That's a big lie. Even though it works sometimes for some people. You never can tell the kind of work that they have done prior to that time. So you need to keep marketing your business. You need to keep telling, you know, putting things out there for people to know that this is what you do and that you're good at it, okay? And then another thing that can help you sustain and keep getting an inflow of steady paying clients would be to give the clients you have worked with an exceptional customer service experience, okay? Whenever you have a client... You know, in the freelance world, we we say you do not have a boss, but you actually do have a boss because your client is your boss. Even though they really do not order you around like uh, your real boss in the real office will do, but they're actually your boss. So you need to satisfy them. And the more satisfied clients you have, the more paying clients that will come knocking at your door. Granted, there will be bad clients, trust me, but there are ways to get around it, Okay. So, so that those are just some few strategies to sustain your business, to sustain your freelance practice. And um, if you have been taking notes, definitely you, you have kind of like a a mini blueprint to kickstart your freelance practice. And I'll see you soon because I'll I'd like to go on a very short break now, maybe to take a sip of water, and um, I'll be back to talk about the benefits of why you really should consider going into the world of freelancing. I'll see you soon. All right, welcome back. So right now we're going to talk about the why. We have talked about the what. We've talked about the how. Now it's time to talk about the why. Why do I want you to become a freelancer, or why should you become a freelancer? Why should you consider? Why should you consider becoming a freelancer? Number one, you do get to become your own boss, uh, sort of. <laughs> yeah, but instead of having a boss, like I said earlier on, who orders you around in the office, you'll instead have your clients as your boss. Your clients will become your boss. But the good news is you're not stuck with a particular boss or stuck doing a particular job for a boss that you may or may not like. You understand? If you have a bad client, there, there are ways to um, go around it. Maybe if you're doing your freelance practice project based, after that after the particular project, you let go and go find work that is satisfying and fulfilling to you. Okay? Then Number two, you'll have more free time sort of (laughs) yeah if you structure things the right way you really will have more free time at least you're not going to um, be stuck at your desk from nine to five monday to friday this time around you walk you walk when you want but you make sure you keep to your promise of service delivery exceptional service delivery okay number three you get to work on your own terms yeah i've touched a little bit on this in the previous number but um yeah that's it it's hashtag my work my rules it's your work it's your rules okay and number four If you're a freelancer, you you can work from anywhere. It's location independent. You do not, as long as there is internet access in that place and a mobile device for you to come online, maybe your laptop or your very (laughs) smartphone for you to come online, then you'll be able to do your work. Okay, so it's location independent. Number five, you get to keep 100% of the profits. Uh, Sort of. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Here's why I said sort of for me, there's a way I work as a freelancer. I, I am, I do not wear all the hats. So I have some people that work with me. Maybe there, there are certain areas that I'm not very strong at. I'll outsource to them and pay them from what I have been paid to do the overall project. So I may not keep 100% of the profit, but that's fine, you know. I've always loved the philosophy that says it's better to have 1% of a well-oiled machine than to have 100% of a machine that doesn't work well, you know. So that's the mindset with which I approach this. But there are some people like designers who know how to design very well. And if they get a project to design something they deliver on that project and they keep hundred percent of the profit. So why not? <laughs> All right. Number six, you will grow faster as a professional. Yeah. You you actually um, find out that you're improving. You you take um, courses to improve on this parti- on a certain skill. I do that a lot. If there's something I feel is lacking, I take a course and improve on that particular skill. So um I have grown over the short period that I've been doing this. I have actually grown professionally. Okay. And number seven, you get to plan and finally go on those holidays. And then number eight, you will be a happier person. You will generally be a happier person. Why? Because you're doing work that matters to you. You're doing work you love. And then it's your work. It's your rules. All right. Okay, I do hope that with these um, few points of mine, I've been able to convince you and not confuse you that freelancing is actually, (laughs) yeah, pardon me, okay? (laughs) Okay, but I really do hope you have seen the, um, you have seen that there is actually some prospects in freelancing, okay? But there's one thing I want you to know. Freelancing is not a get-rich-quick scheme. I have said that before. It is work. It is real work. It's not easy, but it could become easier when you get a hang of things, if you play your cards right, it could be the best adventure you have ever experienced. I I think you, sh- you really should give it a try. Okay, so so um the very first episode for this year that was on the third of January, my birthday. <laughs> I I said I was gonna have an event on the twenty eighth of January. I I forgot to come back to tell you that I postponed the event to fourth of March because I had some personal stuff going on that I needed to attend to at that time. So right now, the date has been fixed. On the 4th of March 2017, I'll be holding a live event here in Yenagua Bielsa State, which I have tagged Freelance Mastery, the masterclass. Yeah, I'd love to see you there because during that live session, I'll go deep into how to become a successful freelancer. And then there'll be a follow up support group that I'll set up specifically for those who are interested, you know, think about hand holding scenario. Yes, I'll be there beside you holding your hand to ensure that you at least get your first paying client. You know, I'll be giving you more details about this event next week Friday, so you would um, be able to make plans and make up your mind if you, you're going to be there. Definitely, we're going to have options for people who cannot travel far, but all that, I'll talk about all that next week Friday. So, talking about next week, Friday, which is going to be the 27th episode of the Limit Breaker Show, we'll be going deeper into how to hone in on your skills, how to determine if that skill is a sellable one, and how to validate it. So, next week is all about validation, okay? I think you're going to love it. Alright, so before I let you go today, before I let you go, if you're yet to join the Mastermind, the Limit Breakers Mastermind, please do so by going to... Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash The Limit Breaker. And I'll personally let you in. All right. So I'm looking forward to seeing you join in. I've had fun chatting with you on this particular episode. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Okay. And um, all the links that I talked about during the episode can be found at the show notes for this particular episode, which is TheLimitBreaker.com forward slash TLB26. So it's time for me to let you go now. I will see you again next week, Friday, bright and early, rocking good, smiling loud at the very next level. All right, God bless you. Thanks for listening to The Limit Breaker Show with Naya Bennett. For more business strategies and productivity tips, please visit the website, thelimitbreaker.com. And if you have any questions, simply send the mail to Fumnaia at TheLimitBreaker.com. The Twitter handle is at Fumnaia Remember to create, take risks, and live your passion.